There are two kinds of people in this world. The people who fail to do what they know they should, and those who keep doing things they know they shouldn't. Guess what? You're both. Hi, I'm your host, life and business coach, Marcy Barker, aka your loving kick in the pants. In this podcast, I'll teach you the six steps of my accountability code that will help you wake up with clarity and show up with aligned action steps that make follow through easy and peaceful. All right, let's jump in. Hello, my beautiful people. I'm really excited to talk about some special tips in this podcast episode. For Lady Bosses, I send out a weekly business builder and I try to keep them really short (laughs) because I don't want to give so much content in an email because I actually don't love writing. I love communicating. I love getting my words out, but I just am not the kind of person who cares about all the typos and everything. So anyway, I was writing this email on three tips regarding relationships, money, and organizing offers when it comes to leveling up your business. And as I was writing, I just was like, there's so much I could say, but I want to keep it short. And then I thought, you know what? I have this fantastic idea. I'm just going to record a podcast episode about it. So that's what we're going to do today. And the reason that this is coming up for me is I have been leveling up. I set a goal to make $50,000 in spring of 2024. And I surpassed that before 2023 was over. And believe it or not, that came with some growing pains that I am like, you know what, I need to figure out how to update and level up my mindset because I want this to be a sustainable thing. I don't want this to be a fluke. I don't want this to be something that I push hard for and I can't recreate it again. So I've been doing a lot of work to level up and money and relationships and organizing offers has been a really big part of that. Not just for me, but I've also noticed it in my clients as well. So that's what I hope to share with you in this podcast episode today. So over those three topics of relationships, money, and organizing your offers, I have two specific tips for each of those topics. Let's dive right in. The first one is relationships and relationships matter because you can't build your brand or your business without customers or clients or consumers. So even if your face is not your brand, then it doesn't matter. You still need people in order to run your business and have it be supported. So tip number one is network with purpose. It's okay to leave an event and not be best friends with everybody there. Your time is limited and so are your resources. So give yourself the opportunity to meet people And meet as many people as you can, but then after you do that, really fill into your gut and say, okay, who do I need to connect with more? And I think a lot of women are really smart with this. They can feel right off the bat somebody who they were destined to meet and then other people. It's like you literally can't even remember their name after you leave that night. And I want to let you know that when you're leveling up, that is totally fine. You don't need to know everybody. You don't need to support everybody. You don't need to give back to everybody but you do need to find the next person who is ready for you in their life and the next person who you are ready for in your own life too. So you're not alone in wanting to pursue relationships with people who are going to help you level up. I think that a lot of times we feel bad about leaving people in the dust, but really I think that if you don't do that appropriately, you're going to get stuck and stay at the same level. So network with a purpose and you can do it authentically too. You don't have to walk around and be like, oh, they're not at my level. (laughs) But I do think you have to recognize 
you know, if you want to make $100,000 in your business, you got to hang out with people who have made $100,000. It's just how it works because the people who have made that kind of money have gone through the kind of lessons that have gotten them there. And obviously, if you haven't hit that level, then you don't really know what it feels like. And I've told people before, you know, when it comes to eating healthy, people are like, oh, I know what I need to do. I just need to do it. And it's like, well, have you ever actually done it? Because knowing about it is different than actually doing it. So when it comes to being accountable and leveling up, like you really have to go through the work to know what it's like. So relationships are going to help you do that. Tip number two is point out your successes. I think this is something that I've learned more about doing with money specifically and relationships is that it's okay to tell people where you're at. It's okay to tell people what you're shooting for. It's okay to tell people what your goals are. And I think when you give credit where credit is due, it's easier to recognize the truth of the situation. Another thing too is that I have had to practice a lot of times pointing out when other people are successful because I know that I'm not alone when I tell you I have been jealous of seeing somebody succeed and not even having proof if they've actually succeeded. I just believe that they do because of some random stat or some post that they've made. And when I've gotten into those feelings of like, I could do that. I just have to remember I'm going to support them and I'm going to build them up because that's the kind of support that I need if I'm going to level up too. So point out successes. If it's easier for you to start with your own successes, great. If it's easier for you to point out other people's successes, I invite you to do that too. But in relationships, it's important to have an abundance mindset and support people (laughs) because you need support if you're going to level up. I have learned that for sure. All right. When it comes to leveling up with money, money matters because we can't stay in business if we don't pay our bills. And I know a lot of people who have decided to go and get a job again because their business ventures weren't working out. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I think that that's just a matter of fact when it comes to business. If you start a business and you can't pay your bills, then obviously you're going to have to do something that pays your bills. So when it comes to leveling up, my first tip is create a budget or spending plan. And the reason why I say spending plan, because I know a lot of people hate the word budget because it feels restrictive. But I think when it comes to managing your money and recognizing where you're spending it, I think that there is a lot of flexibility that can be claimed. I think when it comes to knowing and understanding your money, you can do it a lot of different ways. You can do everything in QuickBooks. You can get an app. You can write it on a piece of paper. You can log into your bank account every day. There are so many things you can do when it comes to leveling up with money because obviously you got to have more money if you're going to level up, right? (laughs) You got to know where it is. You got to know where it's going. You got to know where it's coming in. And I think that if you are not familiar with your bank account or where you're tracking things or your credit cards, like if you are not aware of those things, it's going to be really hard to manage more of it if you don't manage a little bit of it. The second tip is understand how money works. And this one's really important to me because when I started really getting serious about money, it was three or four years ago, I actually had hired a wealth coach that was going to help me get my retirement set up. And being a self-employed person, since the beginning, I really didn't have any plans for retirement and I got sick of feeling scared about it. So part of my 
wealth coach's program was he would send me books every single month. And so I read a lot of books and a couple of recommendations I have is The Science of Getting Rich and The Richest Man in Babylon. The other one that I absolutely love is Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and that's by Harv T. Ecker. I think I got that right. When it comes to leveling up with money, I think you really just have to be comfortable talking about money. You have to recognize your habits. You have to recognize how you are taught about money and you have to recognize how rich and wealthy people handle their money. So I want you to know you're not alone if you still haven't paid yourself (laughs) for all the work you're doing and you're not alone in wanting to make a lot of money. And I think that there is definitely a space for you to level up by learning more about money. There are plenty of successful people who are happy to talk about money. So it doesn't have to be a subject where you feel completely in the dark about it. And side note, hire a bookkeeper. I don't care if you're like, I don't have any money. There are so many out there who are willing to trade with you and to learn your skills in exchange for their skills. And I think having a bookkeeper in your back pocket is just amazing. And my bookkeeper, her name is Andrea Dreesey and she's in Lady Bosses and she is like my money therapist. As I talked about in the beginning of this podcast episode, leveling up, I've spent a lot of time doing it. I have definitely told my bookkeeper my secrets and I have definitely told my therapist some things that I'm working on too. So I think having somebody that you can talk to money with is a fantastic benefit. And you know, if you hire the tax people and the bookkeeping people, obviously that's their job. So they're going to be very knowledgeable in helping you level up that way. Hey listeners, the message of waking up and showing up is yours for the taking. In fact, it's free. I've recorded my entire audiobook and I'd love for you to consume it between episodes. Head to marcybarker.com to get instant access to the accountability code wake up and show up. All right, let's jump back in. The third section is organizing offers. And the reason why I put this as a tip is because in order for you to level up, like you have to know exactly what you're selling and what you're offering. And I have seen a lot of women really get stuck here because they're offering something that they have just never even done themselves. And my biggest pet peeve lately has been people who do social media and they're like, make money from social media. And I'm like, yeah, but how much money do you make from social media? And you know, they can't really answer the question. So I think that's a red flag. And from experience, again, I know what it feels like to try and sell something that isn't really what you want to do. This was the absolute reason I switched from fitness because as a personal trainer and nutrition coach, like my business was always side hustle status. It paid for my business lifestyle, but absolutely nothing extra. And it wasn't until I dove deep into what my core values were that I actually figured it out. And it was accountability. It was accountability in life and business. And when I figured that out, I lit up. I was able to talk about it more. I had a system and a process and a framework that worked for me and all of my clients. And as soon as I figured that out, I was able to organize an offer that made a lot of sense. And it made so much sense to charge the prices that I'm charging. And actually, now that I say that, I had a couple of my recent clients who paid me in full on the spot. And they were like, you're not charging enough. And I'm like, okay, so I am obviously still working on leveling up. But here's the main reason I wanted to record a podcast episode. Okay, tip number one in organizing offers is make an offer sandwich. And I was on a call with a client recently and I was trying to explain this to her. And I just thought it was such a great idea 
And so I'm hoping I can explain it to you as well and it will be beneficial for you as you are putting your offers out there. So very first, a lot of times people, when they're trying to sell something, they'll go on social media and say, here, I'm doing this workshop. It's $198 and here's all this stuff that it's included. And their post gets no bites or they say, hey, nobody signed up for this. And I'm like, well, it's because you started with an offer for your clients. Like, are you even sure what that offer is for yourself? Okay, so we're going to make an offer sandwich, okay? The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to put down the first piece of bread. This first piece of bread is you knowing and understanding what your offer is, okay? This is not just how it's going to be delivered, but this is what is the big promise? What are the objectives? What is the timeline? Where are you going to give this content away? How is it going to be received and how is it going to be implemented? Now, that first piece of bread, you like got to know for sure that you actually want to make a sandwich, okay? So you have to start with something that is very clear to you so that you can start to talk about that, okay? Once you have that first piece of bread down, you're ready to put the meat inside of the sandwich. Now, the meat is your messaging, okay? So once you know what your offer is, you're able to start talking about it. Now, when I say talking about it, that means you're putting on a piece of ham and you're explaining why this ham is good, who would love this ham, and then the next piece, okay, we're going to do the cheese. Here's a part of the cheese that means something to you. If you like cheese, you're going to like working with me. Okay, here's the pickles. Here's what's great about pickles. Here's what I've learned from pickles. And you start talking. This is the messaging, okay? Now, while you're building that sandwich, just imagine you're in Subway, okay? And you're watching people build the sandwich and you're like, I like that. I like that. I like that. And you're telling the sandwich maker what you like. So together, you both are building a sandwich that brings you two together. So the meat is your messaging, okay? Now, here's the important part. You do not close that sandwich until you know that it's going to be eaten by the client, <laughs> okay? So this means if the client says, hey, I like all this stuff you put on that sandwich. I like the ham. I like the cheese. I like the pickles. They will get to a point where they say, hey, can I have that sandwich? It looks like you made it exactly for me. And because you started the sandwich and you told them all the options that you had, they are feeling like, dang, this girl knows me. She made the sandwich for me. And they're going to ask you, can I have that sandwich? And then you say, you sure can. Client, you want me to close the sandwich? Are you ready for it? And they say yes. And that second piece of bread is their buy-in. It's where you give them an offer that is not the same as the bottom piece. The bottom piece was for you to get started. But the second piece, that piece of bread is for the client to say, yes, I want this. I want to complete the sandwich. I want to go and eat the sandwich. So the main thing you need to know is that you do not put together those two pieces of bread. You don't talk about an offer and then you go talk about the offer to the client. The two pieces of bread are not going to be great. You have to bring it through in the messaging. So understand that your client is not even going to bring that piece of bread if they don't like what's in the sandwich. So don't waste the two pieces of bread without the meat, if that makes sense. Man, when I wrote this in the email, I was like, I'll record a podcast episode about it. I can be way more clear there. I hope that you understand what I'm talking about, okay? The client is the one that's gonna say, hey, I want what you put together and I'm ready to seal the deal. So do not lead your offers with a ton of bread, 
okay? You got to have the meat and that's the messaging and it should be juicy, all right? The second tip with organizing your offers is please don't sell it if you don't love it, okay? There's a reason why Subway does not make all the same sandwich, <laughs> okay? They tailor it to the people that are actually going to buy it. So if you are trying to sell something, you're just like, these are, this sandwich is kind of gross. Like I wouldn't even eat it. It's like, why would anybody else buy it if you already think that? So your offer needs to be something that you are like, I would love to create this. I would love to deliver it. I would love to help my clients get the same benefit that I have gotten because I know what it feels like. So if you have offers, I've done this with clients before. They're like, nobody is buying this thing. Nobody's buying that thing. And I'm like, why are you even trying to sell it then? If nobody wants it, nobody's taking a bite out of it. Like, why are you trying to sell it? So it's going to take a little bit of diving deep into your core values of why are you trying to sell something that is not really what you want? You got to dive in and say, what is that thing I'm really trying to sell? So let me give you a quick example. I talked to a girl. She's a relationship coach. And she was saying, you know, I've been building business for quite a while and I have not gotten any clients, but I've done the workbook. I've made the program. I've done all this stuff. And so when I talked to her personally, it didn't really make sense why she was a relationship coach because she was putting stuff out there and she was literally repelling people. And they were saying, oh, you're preaching a successful relationship and you've been married only two years. Like, obviously you don't have that much experience. And so we dove into it and it's like, that is true. She doesn't really have a lot of experience. And so she gave me a little bit more context as to why she wanted to help people with their relationships. And I'm not even going to tell you what she told me because it's her own personal business. It's like a secret because she's not ready to reveal it yet. And that's the reason why nobody's buying her offers is because she's saying, oh, I have this. The meat is in the fridge, but I'm trying to sell you the two pieces of bread, but she's never going to tell you what kind of meat she has in the fridge. So people are like, of course, I don't want to buy it. That's not even a sandwich. You're trying to sell me relationship coaching. That's obviously not even relationship coaching. So it can be a hard thing to focus on, but really, again, it comes back to you know, the money and the relationships. If you are not selling something that you really believe in, then the money's not going to come and the relationships are not going to help you. So, uh, man, I kind of even feel bad saying that, but I just want you to know that it's true. If you're trying to sell something and it's not selling, it's because it's not aligned with you and um, the people you're trying to sell to can read right through it. So when it comes to leveling up, I think that there are definitely things you have to face and say, I used to operate that way and now I'm going to operate this way. And there are two very distinct levels of like down here was okay. You know, I got a couple people to coach and they didn't pay me and it was fine. But if you want to hit the level where people are paying you, there's obviously going to be different methods of functioning on each of those levels. So I could take this a million more ways. My goal for this podcast was to help you recognize like leveling up is not always easy, but it is 100% doable. And it got to be something that you adapt to because leveling up only happens through action. So if you have any questions, as always, you all can book a call with me and I'm more than happy to take you through the accountability code process because it's something that does help you become aligned in your mind and body so the follow through becomes really easy and peaceful. And it's been really exciting to apply it to new problems and new challenges as I have leveled up. So I'm hoping that if I can help you in any way do that as well, then 
I would love to do that. I've had so many people that have been here to help me and I'm eternally grateful for them. And if you need somebody like that in your life, I'm here for you. All right. I will see you next week for another episode of Your Loving Kick in the Pants. Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Your Loving Kick in the Pants. If you got any value out of this episode, I would love for you to drop me a review or share with a friend what you learned. All right, I'll see you next Wednesday for Your Loving Kick in the Pants.